Hey, welcome to Film Friends. I'm your host, Jordan Smith, and with me, as always, co-host Kate Eingorn. Hi. And our all-star MVP, Matt Bailey. Thank you. I think that's my favorite one in a while. I appreciate that. Yeah. I would say you're the all-star MVP. Yeah, if we mm-hmm. had an all-star game, which uh, guests do you think would show up? <laughs> Paul or would Schock. be nominated? Or Captains. voted? Voted yeah. by the coaches. By the coaches. Um, I would say... <laughs> by the coaches, not Paul by Paul Shock. Yeah, he would be a captain. He would be a captain, and Will would be the other captain. Oh, you don't Fair think enough. Becca would be the other captain? Oh, mm. I don't know. Are you starting a Will and Becca beef? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Well, we'll see. We'll let the listeners... We uh, some Becca, beef. I think, no beef towards our guest, Will, but Becca might know more about basketball than Will. <laughs> oh. Damn. Shots and fired. That's what's going to make you a captain. You have to know the most about basketball. <laughs> Episode 119. No way, dude. Yeah, I know. way. I, every day I wake up and I'm like, I can't believe it. <laughs> I can't. He just can't believe it. 119 BC, the Second Dalmatian War begins. Aww. Oh, those poor pups. That's Glenn Close's second role. <laughs> she's so old (laughs) she's so old um and then government monopolies are established in iron salt and liquor 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 in ancient china that doesn't sound good doesn't sound good we don't love ancient monopolies we hate monopolies (laughs) more of a sorry crew um and then in 119 a.d um not much going on. Hadrian's bopping around again. He visits Britain at the request of the governor of Britain. So Who's Hadrian? He's the Roman emperor. Oh. Hey, Hadrian. He, yo, he's going downhill though, right? Um, I mean, like I <laughs> said before, the they Empire. they have they have about 290 more like 280 more years oh, until okay. they completely fall. Well, they had they like hit population max so that's when the shit rolls downhill yeah Mm. yeah the shit's rolling down what about the trojan horse (laughs) yeah it might be rolling in pretty soon (laughs) yeah let let us know when that rolls in um but unfortunately plutarch died plutarch i mean honestly (laughs) is he from earth (laughs) (laughs) he's pliny's like rival yeah so plutarch (laughs) you know make more room for pliny is what i say yeah Um, move over plutarch yeah he went back to his home planet yeah uh but yeah that's all that was going on in 119 i love it cool um very cool cool year now before years (laughs) Before we jump in, we have a little business at the top. One, I usually mention this at the end of the app, but we're going to bring it to the front. Rate and review us. Yes, please. We, um, we're we trying to get to the top of the charts this year. Would love it. Top of the SoundCloud charts. Uh-huh. Top of the Spotify charts. And maybe get on the Podbean charts. We don't know. <laughs> we're thinking about moving over to Podbean <laughs> You know, the name Podbean just kind of fucks me up. Um, there's no way we'll ever be on Podbean. Yeah. Fuck Podbean. All, you know, we're JK, JK. 
Um, Which one are we? Are we JK or are we fucking? I don't know. Jordan's afraid to offend Podbean for some reason. Well, I know he has couple- like a part secret partnership with yeah. Podbean. A couple of our listeners requested us to get on Podbean. I checked it out, and it doesn't look like the platform for us. So we might pat might be a hard pass on Podbean, but yeah. Um, but yeah, rate and review us um, if you like what you're hearing. If you don't like what you're hearing from week to week, don't do anything. You know. You could still rate and review us. You could just give us a bad review. Um, uh, I don't condone this. I, I'm I'm a believer of any Jordan, any publicity is good, good publicity, publicity. Just like Roger Stone. He yeah. just needs someone to talk to him. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty yeah. lonely lately. Tweet at us literally anything. Honestly, little jam hands, get your friends to leave reviews. Yeah. You were our last reviewer. So we we still haven't heard what flavor jam you like. And what kind of jam you're putting your hand into? There's still a lot of mystery behind your name. I'd love to get to the bottom of Is it. Is it a tiny little hand that you stick into a bottle of jam? Bottle? Jar. Yo, you guys ever think little jam hands might be uh, Apple Eye Kid? <laughs> yeah, sometimes I room. think that. When I, sometimes I also think that. When I wake up in the mo- when I wake up in the morning and I think, man, I can't believe we made it to this episode number. I also think. I wonder if Little Jam Hands is Apple Eye Kid, who left us a review previously. Yeah, because they sound know. so much alike. <laughs> these are these are the thoughts that keep me up. Um, Fair enough. Anyways, yeah, Oof. rate and review us. Uh, it helps us, you know, try and get that Letterbox and Spotify mem- uh, letter- sponsorship. Speaking of Letterbox, not only can you find us on there, but we do have a list on there of every movie we have reviewed on Film Friends. The list is pretty impressive when you so go back and look at it. It it's is crazy. ordered from our first episode to our previous, and it alternates worst movie, best movie for each episode. Nice. So check it out. It's been up for a little bit. There's yeah. a good 200 plus movies on there. And if you go back and watch any of the movies and you have a different opinion than us and you want to start a beef... Hit us up. Yeah, send us your reviews. We yeah. want to see them. We'd love to beef with someone. Oh, we're just looking for some beef. <laughs> I smell like beef. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that's all the business I had up top. But Bailey, you were absent last week. Yeah. Um, how was the Oscars? Yeah, how are the Oscars? I didn't get in. <laughs> Damn. I didn't get you in. didn't show them your ticket? <laughs> no, I forgot my ticket. And I tried to get on the red carpet and they didn't let me in. Did, Did you, you even see the red carpet? Um, is it as red as they say it is? It has a, it's like a burnt orange. <laughs> did you bring <laughs> the your cameras make it look more red? <laughs> did they let you bring your own red carpet in? Did you tell them that you had one? Um, I also forgot, <laughs> forgot my own red carpet, <laughs> oh, but I will, I will let you know who was, uh, the, the best, best dressed. dressed. Yes. Ooh. Um, Florence Pugh. Oh. Beautiful dress. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Do you know who she was wearing? Uh, Armani. <laughs> what? <laughs> Interesting. All right. Not Gucci. Mm-mm. And there's two girls from SNL were wearing some, Osc- some Oscar de la Renta. Oscar de la Hoya. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, uh, what's her name from SNL was wearing? Kristen Wiig? Yeah, Kristen Wiig was wearing. Outfit of the Lasagna. <laughs> For sure. Ooh. She looked like a lobster. Yeah, and look, we're talking about her. Yeah, perfect, true. perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, How do you feel about uh, little women? Speaking of dress, little women want costume design. Deservedly so. Yeah. Um, 
I do believe uh, our girl Greta. Well, I don't know if you guys think so, but we, adapted screenplay should have gotten it. Yeah, but we're big JoJo Rabbit fans. So here. what is that adapted from? So a book, a book but uh, he yeah. inserted like the Hitler role, like the imaginary Hitler in it. I don't think it counts. He adapted it. <laughs> he adapted a little too far. Um, you think he took too much freedom? Yeah, I, I think it's non-adapted at that point. Mm. He made it too much of his own. Mm. That, Make like it that, original. That's like the f- what adapted means, right? Uh, uh, I mean, not really. I mean, every. I mean, do you want to get into every story? Is basically like. The Bible. A telling yeah. of, the, <laughs> of the chosen one. <laughs> yeah. We got Jesus. We got yeah. Harry Potter. So we I've got heard Luke like Skywalker. So are you giving Harry Potter adapted? Oh, well, I guess it was. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we are. You know what I mean. I feel like um, it was, people were very torn with that. Some people felt it should be Little Women, but there was a, a large talk around how it was actually going to be him. Like that was predicted to be his. Mm-hmm. The way I look at it, though, is Little Women is already like a classic book bro i could adapt it yeah, it's I already like written there try. for you everyone said it's a fresh take on it <laughs> yeah I haven't so seen fresh. it yet but everyone said oh, yeah. it's you gonna be the new <laughs> uh, how, how'd you feel about parasite yeah i loved Sweeping. it yeah loved i love it, it was too. cool i think everybody loves yeah. the fact that it did really yeah. well too it was honestly it. shocking because no one ever wins all four big awards mm-hmm I think it's always just like, all right, because this one won, this one we have to give, this yeah. one to this other one. And it's just cool that one movie won all four big awards. Mm. Yeah, fuck the Irishman, am I right? Yeah, the Irishman. Overrated. Sit down, Marty. Yeah, sit down, Irishman. <laughs> Although Marty, I love like seeing Marty yeah. on uh, camera, like in front of the camera. Oh, he would like pause and then laugh. Yeah. <laughs> um, Everything's delayed with yeah. him. I also love Bong Joon-ho's speeches. Mm-hmm. They were so good. All every single one of them was like a different topic. His translator is getting a lot of uh, hype too. Yeah, and a lot of love because it was the translator he used for every single award mm-hmm. show. Mm-hmm. Yo, do you think um, sometimes she just kind of said what she wanted to say? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, all right. I don't care what you just said. I'm gonna say this. <laughs> I always wonder about that with translators. <laughs> yeah, and that'd be so sick. They could honestly say whatever they want. Honestly, her, not gonna know. Give uh, her you would know, I feel like. Give her for Maybe eventually. Give her an award for adapted translation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um anyways, well, it's unfortunate they wouldn't let you into the Oscars. Maybe I need yo, we need more listens. Yeah. yeah. We need more listens. Send us send Bailey to the Oscars <laughs> red carpet next year. Yeah. Yo, yeah. I'll be chilling there with fucking Guillermo Gear. from Jimmy Kimmel. We'll be asking all the hot questions. Oh, um, you know Guillermo? You no, got yeah, something? I know him. I know him. Um, Bong Joon-ho said that was his favorite Spanish director. Guillermo? Yeah. From well, Jimmy Kimmel. <laughs> <laughs> you know Bailey's talking about uh, the like little sidekick uh, from Jimmy Kimmel. I'm thinking Guillermo del Toro. <laughs> oh, no, that's cool, too. I love yeah. that. Yeah. He's my favorite Spanish director, too. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you guys have that in common. Yeah. That's cool. Um, what were you wearing to the Oscars? Um... Uh... <laughs> I was wearing Calvin Klein. Oh, nice. Classic. Mm. Maybe that's why they didn't let you in. <laughs> yeah, I You're should have worn Gucci. <laughs> yeah, you. it's also because you probably just wore the underwear and nothing else, right? Yeah, I tried to go as Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, cool. Yo, I did see a movie recently that I really, really enjoyed. Oh, yeah? If I could share. Let's Please. hear it, yeah. Um, 
Peanut Butter Falcon. Oh, I want to see was that. Was honestly such a a feel good. Really? Yeah. It Shia was awesome. LaBeouf, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Shia LaBeouf, and his uh, little dude that he was up at the Oscars. Yeah. With. Yeah, I backed that so hard. A lot yeah. of people said that movie was like kind of snubbed in the award season. Yeah, I mean, yo, I thought it was really good. What's the it's premise of a, it? So um, there's the kid with Down syndrome. Mm-hmm. He escapes from uh, apparently the lady that's looking after him. They live in like a an old folks home mm-hmm. and he escapes <laughs> and he's just like running away mm-hmm. and he finds Shia LaBeouf who uh, is like a a fisherman but like he gets into trouble like mm-hmm. he's not like that good of a dude i guess and uh you know they just form a bond and it's nice. like uh i don't know they're like running away together and it's i don't know it's really cool that's cool it's that's uh, awesome it's i want to see it yeah you should check it out nice. we watched uh shia labeouf movie too yeah honey holes. boys oh oh yeah. i always watch holes you always <laughs> watch it always <laughs> watches it <laughs> yeah you like honey boy it yeah, was it was, it, was, it. It, it was was cool. Sad. I didn't yeah. love it. I didn't dislike it. I, I was just like, yo, I thought the acting was better than the movie. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. Like Shia LaBeouf was really yeah. good, and the kid oh, he was, was so good. good. Yeah, like, I agree. But the movie was just kind of like it. Kind of didn't like. Not didn't bring me up too much. Didn't bring me mm-hmm. down. I know too what you much. mean. It, it's, I don't know. It was all right. I like some of the moments where he's like imagining it mm-hmm. happening, or it's it's it. It's just not a straightforward movie. Yeah. It's kind of a cool take on him, like processing. Also, Lucas Hedges is great in it. Yeah, yeah. Um, he he's King A twenty four too. It's like crazy. So. We've seen like almost every single one of his movies. Well, his his dad owns A twenty four. Oh, I didn't know that. Is that <laughs> no. true? Oh, because his dad isn't <laughs> a, a director. Oh, really? Yeah, he's like well, a yo, famous director. Yeah, he is <laughs> a famous director. That's all. I was like, oh, I believe that. Lucas Hedges like talks about how he would go to set every day with his dad. Oh, mm-hmm. There it is. He there probably it. does. <laughs> yeah, nepotism, dude. <laughs> but also, Shia LaBeouf said that he wrote this script while getting sober. So it's like he wrote it like when he was in like mm-hmm. rehab. rehab. It's mm-hmm. like the telling yeah. of that, which mm-hmm. is, like, is pretty cool like life right yeah. like yeah. loosely based off it's definitely it's definitely a solid movie it's also like kind of a cool insight into yeah. i don't know how like true to his actual life yeah. it was but it's definitely taking a lot from his own For experience sure. and it's like kind of gives you some insight like oh shit like child child actors and actresses are like one probably taken advantage oh, yeah. by their parents big time um and I don't know, just seeing like insight into what he was going through. You probably you think they're probably living like this lavish lifestyle mm-hmm. sometimes. And, you know, he came from not that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and I mean, going imagine some like shit. the pressure on like your kid is what's like you have to the kids like making the money for the family. Yes. Mm-hmm. So like the mm-hmm. parents are going to pressure like they're not making as much money right. as the kid. Like it's right. You heard a lot of stuff about that with, I think, like, Aaron Carter. Was he the one that um, tried to emancipate himself from his mom because... Oh, maybe. Of, uh, like, that. I think like Justin Bieber tried to do yeah. that, too, because of, yeah. like, how their parents... I'm sure, yeah, Justin money. Bieber had a thing with his dad. Yeah. But, maybe like, I'm sure it. that happens a lot, especially yeah. Shia LaBeouf's dad seemed like he had some substance abuse yeah. issues. Yeah, so, sure. like, I don't know. It's, it's kind of a world you don't think of at all so yeah. it's kind of cool it's also a, a world that a lot of people speculate about because everyone talks about like like what happens to child stars when mm-hmm. they get older and how come they 
like have mental health issues when mm. they're mm-hmm. older and i think this was like a cool representation of how that happens sometimes mm. yeah it makes <laughs> you think of jacob tremblay yeah hope he's doing all right i hope he's doing <laughs> we hope you're doing all right jacob <laughs> yeah we send our love out to you <laughs> jacob <laughs> and that kid from um mid 90s <laughs> Oh, true. I thought you were talking about Jonathan Lipnicki. Oh, <laughs> he's no longer a child. Yeah, Lipnick's doing all right. Yes. He's so buff now. But uh, anyway, maybe too buff. Cool. Uh, <laughs> cool. <laughs> uh, so, do we have any gears to grind? I feel like we're all in a pretty good mood. Any gears to grind out there? No. Yo, honestly, not a gear. But you know, I've been away for a couple weeks, and a lot has happened. A lot has happened. <laughs> Yeah, one thing in particular is I got really into Sydney Lauper. Oh, love her time after time. Love time after <laughs> yeah. time. Did you know I saw her in concert with Cher? Damn! Mm-hmm. Holy shit! Mm-hmm. That's what, amazing. What um, what got you on the Sydney Lauper? Well, yo, train? I was thinking of like uh, time after time. Lo- literally, just throw that song on every now and then, just to you know catch it's a so vibe. Good. Mm-hmm. And then like, does she I sing? Did, I literally just listened to her listened to her album with that on it Mm -hmm. and i was like yo i'm kind of into this and uh i just enjoyed myself listening to that record so hard i was obsessed with her and i was young yo she's awesome i really wanted to be her you know if you would have asked me to guess what what (laughs) gear you had to grind enjoying cindy lauper would have never been (laughs) my gear is that she needs to be appreciated more like mm. still because she was there, definitely appreciated well she needs to be mentioned up there with the madonnas and mm-hmm. the j-lo's and the j-lo's interesting <laughs> yeah i back it i mean yeah. i back cindy I lopper it's not so it's not surprising to me that you're into cindy lopper yo she's cool you like that uh empowered female singer yo love an empowered female singer you really do do you like any male singers um billy joel armstrong <laughs> Billy Joel Armstrong. Billy Joel. Armstrong. <laughs> um, not anymore. Strictly, uh, I'm strictly female in 2020. I love it. Um, but speaking of Green Day, did, did you, you listen to their new album? Yo, I turned it on and then I turned it off. Yo, it's awful. It's really, really bad. It can't bad. be awful. good. It's awful. That sucks. Um, Yo, no one knows when to give it up, you know? Mm-hmm. I think it gets to a certain point with, especially with Green Day, who's been doing it since they were in high school. They don't mm-hmm. know anything else but to do yeah. that. I mean, I don't fault them for continuing to, no, but it just, like, play. But, like, but I, now they're they're really, like, I don't know. This isn't a music podcast, but... <laughs> yeah. I mean, long live Green Day is what yeah. I say. Oh, for sure. I mean, Uno's their best album. <laughs> I'm more of a dose fan. <laughs> Um, just quickly want to run through Cindy Lauper's big hits. Uh, girls just want to have fun. Mm-hmm. Time after time. Mm-hmm. She bop. Oh, mm-hmm. that's all, they're all on the same record. And all through the night. All on the same record. Damn. What a Give great it a listen, debut. Dude. It'll, it honestly, she's like, uh, she's got, you know, she's got a little punk in her. She she's, mm-hmm. she's got, she bops. She's got cool hair. The, she that's for sure. Cool it's hair. Like the album's really like catchy. Yeah, it kind of reminded me of. Um, it's weird, but like I got like Elvis Costello vibes. Oh, I love that. But a little different, a little poppier. Like some of his poppier songs. Yeah, I'll give it a try. Yeah, yo, it's pretty good. I feel like whenever you suggest music 
Yo, and here's gotta, the thing. Gotta, gotta give it a try. I don't listen to much. So. Yeah, you don't. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, yeah, you straight up listen to... Uh, Podcast, sports, radio. Cheryl yeah. Crow. Taylor Swift. And Cindy Lauper. <laughs> <Yo>, the, the big three. <laughs> and Waxahachie. <laughs> the big four. What a punk. Um, cool. Well, that was kind of an interesting gear. <laughs> yeah. He was um, tuning his gears. Yeah. yeah tuning them up mm-hmm. um i mean i guess you someone needs to fight for her yeah yeah um you heard it here first oh he fucks for cindy um <laughs> all right <laughs> well, <laughs> well you know since you're already on a roll about talking about uh people who you like and mm-hmm. who you admire i'm just gonna throw the ball back over to you um for who you chose this week and why oh shit this is our movie podcast yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay um well I chose uh, Chris Tucker. Yes. I love it. Um, yes, Queen. Um, honestly, I think every time that he's, every time I usually watch him on screen, anything he says, I think, I don't know if it's the way he says it or how he says it, it's just funny. He's like he could say delivery. anything and it could be funny. I mean, undoubtedly his voice is like yeah. one iconic yes. and two very very funny it's and, very like rhythmic and i think it uh yeah yo, yo rush hour great um yo his role in silver linings playbook cool but like i want to know why where do you go where'd he go where where'd he go <laughs> and uh you know i it's, it's surprising to me that he hasn't done more comedic movies with mm-hmm. like the movies that he has done have all been pretty successful i feel like mm-hmm. or I agree. somewhat successful i also feel like they've been very like <coughs> impactful because i thought i'd seen him in so many things yeah and then i looked at his filmography on his 22 movies yeah he hasn't been in that many movies and it's i've crazy. only seen three of them and before it, this and he's such like a household name i feel mm-hmm. like yeah and people i mean rush hour is obviously super quotable but like even his other movies like friday will review Uh um the fifth element is like an iconic character people quote him he like people know who chris tucker is and that's says something for only being around for a short period of time in the 90s and then i guess silver linings playbook in a movie or two later on but like very few things for taking a significantly long hiatus yeah I think he took like a 10 year hiatus. It's crazy. And people still know who he is. Yeah. I, I don't want to like make you go into your your facts and your details on him yet, Kate. But like, I want to know did he get in trouble? Did he ever get in like legal issues or anything? I mean, like, why? I did, what's why? I need to. I've read why. a few things, but I guess we'll save it. But yeah. like, yeah. It, it's just strange to me that he didn't get more roles in when mm-hmm. he was hot. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, did he not want them? Was like, he was he hard to work roles? with? Like I don't I don't know. I think he's still friends with Jackie Chan, so he couldn't <laughs> so be hard to work with. <laughs> I have so much to say. I want to save it. Okay. Okay. But I do think all of his everything he's in, it's immediately iconic. There's something yeah. about his delivery, the way he sells roles, the way he delivers lines. Mm-hmm. It's just it's it's always good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even though it's kind of always the same note, it's yeah. always good. Yeah. Hmm. Even like his outtakes, I feel like are so memorable from like Rush, Rush Hour. Hour. Like I still, mm-hmm. I would watch, I would like YouTube them and still have a great time. Mm-hmm. Like oh, if I if I did it once a week, I think I would still once be okay. a week. <laughs> All right, put it into your calendar. Oh, how's your whiteboard calendar treating you? Great. 
Maybe he got that Rush Hour movie and that Rush Hour fame and was like, I'm okay. Yeah. I'm okay after this. It's um, interesting. Yeah. We're not reviewing Rush Hour today. Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. we're but not. We would like to pay our respects to Rush Hour. I do want to say, I can't believe Rush Hour, besides Silver Linings Playbook, which was his highest, correct? Yeah. Yes. Um, I can't believe Rush Hour. Because Jackie Brown was also one of his highest, yeah. but yes. he's not in it that much. Yeah. Um, I can't believe Rush Hour is not as high as 60%. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yo, his role in Silver Linings Playbook, though, is my favorite part of the movie. <coughs> He's great in it. Um, yeah. So, I mean, do you guys just want to jump in? Let's jump. Love. Cool. Uh, Bailey, which one do you want to do you want to talk or do about? You uh, flip something? Let's do. Uh, I'm not, I don't feel like flipping anything. Let's just do Friday. Okay, cool. So Friday turns out to be his highest one. Um, besides Silver Linings Playbook and Jackie Brown, and Jackie Brown um, coming in at a hot 78 percent. It's hot. It's, it's not hot. steaming. Yeah, it, yeah. It's it'll like, give you a piping? little burn. You'd be like, "Ow, I need yeah. to put this down." Um, yeah. And that, of course, is the 1995 comedic masterpiece, <clears throat> Friday. Bailey, take it away. Oh, uh, Friday. It's uh, the start of your weekend. Um, <laughs> So I guess it starts out with Ice Cube chilling, doesn't have a job. His dad is this flamboyant character who's just shitting on the whole time. <laughs> Literally. Um, <laughs> and uh, his best friend's Chris Tucker, who's classic Chris Tucker. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, honestly, they're chilling, getting high looking at girls getting into some trouble not too much happens they're chilling on the step the stoop for a while <laughs> yeah so that's what i think i've seen this movie before yeah. like i don't ever recall sitting down and watching it but uh-huh. it's either some of those scenes are like so iconic that mm-hmm. it's hard not to see them but i didn't realize or forgot how much how little happens yo well, like there's no happens. plot really it's, it's just a day yeah yeah it's just a friday yeah. <laughs> yeah it's literally like a day and it's literally stuff that happens from the morning they get up mm-hmm. to the right before they go to bed mm-hmm. yeah um but because nothing happens it's funny though because the same character there is like good character development in uh-huh. it in a weird way. It's very like much how this neighborhood interacts. Right. Yeah. Right. All the characters are like neighbors mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And it's like all their like little idiosyncrasies. Mm-hmm. Um you have like the neighborhood bully, you have mm-hmm. the neighborhood like crackhead for yeah. <laughs> for a lack of a better term. And then like uh you have like you have your local drug dealer you have your hot neighbor you have your hot mom Mm -hmm, right mm -hmm. there's like all those roles yo sister yeah friend we have another reunion from uh we reviewed boys in the hood recently where ice cube and regina king are in that together and they're in this one together Mm -hmm. yeah um Regina looks so young though in yeah. this one, yeah, she like does. super young. Ice Cube looks the same <laughs> that he has for the last thirty years. <laughs> Straight up, um, but yeah, love Regina King in this. Um, she of course plays a sister to Ice Cube, mm-hmm. um, but yeah. Uh, so 
I want to start with the morning, right? So okay. they get up, and the first thing you meet is Ice Cube, right? And he's in the kitchen, and he pours himself literally an entire box of cereal <laughs> into a bowl, <laughs> which is one of those things where it's like they set up those characters. Oh, this character does nothing but sits in front of the TV and eats, right? Mm-hmm. And then there's just that little bit of milk that goes into it. He's like, oh, I can't do that. Now, then the dad comes in and eats like i have never seen a person eat my entire life yeah the dad is on one for sure Yo, i i didn't enjoy the dad very much yeah the dad's so much. he's a bit of a gross character he yeah. would put a grape in his mouth and then he would chew with like so much vigor with his mouth mm. of each grape mm-hmm. and then he would lick every finger and then he would get another grape <laughs> a grape there are, there are two roles that that actor plays there's this one and then uh, the role in Little Nicky, which he's probably my least favorite character in Little Nicky. I might just not like this yeah. guy. I think his name's John Witherspoon or something like that. Yeah. Um, do you remember who he plays in Little Nicky? No. He's well, like the he's like the street merchant that uh, steals his flask. I think oh. initially when he's sleeping. Oh, I know. What you're yeah. About. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, he's a very gross character. And then he calls his son in like immediately while he's pooping in the bathroom. Yeah. But he does yeah. give him fatherly advice yes. about growing up in the hood. But he could have done it out out of well, the Well, no, bathroom. no, not at that moment. But <laughs> at one point, Ice oh, Cube yeah, and Chris yeah, yeah. Tucker get in a little trouble. They owe the drug local drug dealer some money. Well, Chris Tucker. Well, yeah, money. Chris yes. Tucker does. Um, but, uh, you know, and at one point, Ice Cube goes into his room to get a gun uh, for protection and his dad catches him and his dad says you know you don't need a gun to be a man you just need your fists mm-hmm. and that comes into play later yes. on mm-hmm. when he beats up debo well let's talk about ice cube being in his room because that's where we enter our film friend chris tucker who oh, just comes he has such a good entry right through the window mm-hmm. of his bedroom and it's incredible he just immediately like on fire yeah. just right out of the gate and it's it's interesting because he comes in the window and then says uh or he says at one point aren't you supposed to be at work oh yeah so like why was he, <laughs> why coming was he looking through, through the window why did he come oh, through the window absolutely but that's like his thing there's yeah. a recurring yeah. theme of people noticing that windows are open and, and then yeah. going in and then going in my probably my favorite <laughs> favorite part is at one point Chris Tucker breaks into a house through mm-hmm. the window to steal money mm-hmm. and he almost has the money stolen and a, the neighborhood like crackhead uh-huh. uh, starts crawling through the window too <laughs> because he sees that it's open. Yeah. So it's just like so funny to me that if you leave your window open in this neighborhood, everyone people just are just going to crawl through. But I also love, so er, they go through that window earlier in the movie, him in the neighborhood bully. And I love that scene too because the, the bully forces him to go in with him. Mm-hmm. And then when they come out, the neighborhood bully just pulling Chris Tucker out of the window, yeah. which yeah. I love. He's, I like how he's a very slender person. I like how they yeah. play with that, mm-hmm. yeah. with that character. And their whole time when they went into that house to steal something, they just didn't because they argued. Yeah, the they argued. Yes. <laughs> I will say this movie is. I don't actually know if I think it's like a good movie or whatever. Yeah. I think it's funny at times. Yeah. I think as a whole, I don't think it's like. Yo, I didn't the best enjoy movie. it that much. Yeah. But the, it had its moments. It has its moments, but I think the saving grace and the best part by far is Chris Tucker. Oh, for sure. Oh, absolutely. Like his character is smoky. <laughs> like 
is but very funny. This too. movie has so many little funny moments that uh-huh. I really like this movie. So they do a lot of shots of Chris Tucker from like underneath and really close up mm-hmm. of these like outlandish shots of his face. They, He's like super into smoking weed, but the way he inhales, he never like <laughs> inhales it. Yeah, yeah. It's always like these quick puffs and doesn't really ingest the smoke. And then there's like really funny scenes where um, he gets punched by like someone gets punched by the local bully and he literally fly the guy flies mm. in the air and <laughs> mm. falls and then there's the hot mom that is across the street and she's watering her flowers but it's literally just a lawn of dirt and one single flower <laughs> and she's watering it for like eternity mm. so there's just little moments like that where i think they get very like overlooked really easily mm-hmm. there's some like and you gotta remember it's 1995 too so like this is like uh one of the essential like stoner movies yes, too. Yes. Like the there were probably a couple stoners before. I mean, Cheech and Chong's like well, the, there's a Cheech the and Chong right? poster in right. Yeah, so there's like a bedroom. nod to that, but it's the mid '90s, and it's like this is one of the first or one of the most iconic yeah. stoner movies. So like a lot of the jokes now seem stale or like right. cheap or whatever, mm-hmm. but at this time, it's like pretty iconic and one of the first times they're making jokes like this and i do like the whole ice cubes like he doesn't smoke weed which Mm -hmm. i love that about him but he doesn't have a job because he got fired on his day Day off off where he was caught stealing on camera (laughs) um so he gets high with uh smoky at one point i like how they like make him look when he's high and Mm -hmm. everything it's kind of and i like that moment too because that's when they start like sitting on the porch and they have a lot of flashback moments and they're all mm-hmm. in black and white, which yeah. I think is really funny. And then they do the flashback scene with Chris Tucker where he does the angel dust uh. and he ends up in the pigeon coop, <laughs> which is like insane. Yeah. And it's like, that's classic like 90s yeah. humor. It's just why is he in a coop full of pigeons? Where'd that come from? Who has that? And you got your classic Bernie Mac. Yes. Yeah. Bernie Mac as the, the like he's like what is he's a pastor but he's like yeah. naughty yeah. he's like a yeah. naughty oh, pastor i love that scene because uh-huh. um ice cubes tells chris tucker's character put put that weed away the pastor's coming mm-hmm. and chris tucker's character's like no like he 100 yeah. percent smokes weed and yeah. immediately he asks mm-hmm. to be smoked up um, yeah. speaking of uh cool people in the cast we have another run-in with Faison Love. We do. Mm-hmm. Um, he was in a, the episode where we reviewed Just My Luck, mm-hmm. and he killed it in that movie, and he <laughs> kills it as Big Worm in this one. <laughs> big, Yo, I love it. big Worm. And yeah, we might be talking about him in about 20 to 30 minutes, too. I mm-hmm. love yeah. um, Big Worm's truck. You know, Big Worm is just a sick name. Yeah, yeah. it's such a... Some of the, the names in here are great. Mm-hmm. You have Smokey, Smokey. Debo... You have Big Worm. You have Felicia, which is, is the, the famous. Is the classic by Felicia. Yo, it's crazy. Like, I, I heard that, like, and I didn't, like, it didn't seem like it would be iconic when it, it in the movie. So when Kate and I were watching this because we're best friends, we had to look up, like, wait, is this where that, like, by Felicia comes from? Yeah. I, like, remember hearing that, and then when I heard that that character's name come up as Felicia, I was like, oh, this has to be the by Felicia. Mm-hmm. And then when he says it, it's, like, it makes sense. But if you look it up in Urban Dictionary, it means to um, 
pretty much try to get rid of someone you don't want to be talking mm-hmm. to. Oh. And she like plays that character who's always bugging them for mm-hmm. either drugs or a ride it's or like, get to use their VCR. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was a weird request. Can I borrow your VCR? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, funny thing, I used to be obsessed with a movie um, when I was younger and the director of Friday, F. Gary Gray, actually directed it. The Italian Job. Oh, I oh, love the, the Italian remake, Job. Which I had no idea he did that. But he directed The Negotiator. He directed The Italian Job. This movie called Set It Off, um, which looks awesome. With, with Queen, Queen Latifah. Latifah yeah. yeah. And then, of course, Friday. I love Italian Job. So it also has Jason Statham in it. So. Okay. Um Oh, actually, this director did a lot of law-abiding citizens straight out of Compton. Fate yeah. of the Furious, Men in Black. Holy shit. Be cool. He, um, so I guess Ice Cube like wrote this movie as well. Yeah, he That's did. That's cool. Um, and uh, have you guys seen the second one? No, this was uh, my first time I seeing this say movie. No. I want to say no. I wonder what happens to... Uh, Chris Tucker's not in the second one. No, I have mm. facts on that too. Okay, okay, we'll get there. I guess. Oh, why don't you why don't you break one out right now? Okay, so um, <coughs> he declined the role as Smokey because it's actually like an interesting fact. So <coughs> he didn't reprise. This actually ties both of our movies together. Okay. So he didn't reprise his role as Smokey because he became a born again Christian. After filming Money Talks. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. So he didn't want to reprise it because it was no longer aligned with his beliefs. Interesting. <laughs> I could see how it could be problematic. <laughs> <laughs> he does curse a lot. Um, yeah. He talks about women in a very, like, not uh, politically mm-hmm. correct way. Um, which some of that is definitely outdated now too. Oh, absolutely. Like you, like when he sets up the date with uh, the bigger boned woman and just kind of makes fun of her and like it's Completely it's rough just for how she looks. Yeah. No other reasons. It's kind of rough. Although oh, yeah. she did describe herself as looking like Janet Jackson. <laughs> she might have. She might think she does. <laughs> just kind of um, But I mean, that still doesn't really like so. Money Talks came out in 97. So he still like had like a decent career after he Well, he like became like a clean comic after that. Yeah. So he said that he no longer wanted to do anything that had involved like drugs or cursing. And that's kind of like his character. I yeah. mean, that's his thing. That's his thing. I mean, even in Money Talks like he every i feel like in every movie he like just owes someone money for right like that was the commonality i wrote down i was like so in friday the whole i guess if there's any storyline it's he owns donald Faison, big worm two hundred dollars which is the exact same amount he owes in the money talks really yeah it's it's like the exact same amount of money he owes um but i also love when he meets up with big worm and he's like yeah i got your money right here and he counts a hundred and he tries to recount the 100 <laughs> as like the second. Yeah. And the, I love that he catches up. I was like, that's such a funny joke to just yeah. count and then try to reuse the same money to count. It is kind of amazing, though, how he has like a pretty crazy um, career from like 1993 up until like 97. And then he hits, I guess the he becomes a thing, born yeah. again Christian. Mm-hmm. And then right after that, he does the Rush Hour series. 
and then kind of disappears. Yeah. Comes mm-hmm. back for Silver Linings Playbook, comes back for Billy Lynn's long time halftime walk. Or long, <laughs> long time. <laughs> yeah, Billy know, Lynn's long time. I feel time like there's walking. a ton of people in that movie. I feel like it has to be like... I had no idea what it was. Until well, it was that, that was a very it. famous book. Like that um, book was like... Um, the real deal and then ang lee directed it so i think probably a lot of people jumped onto that yeah um yeah steve martin vin diesel Kristen stewart ben platt there's a ton ton of people people um yeah well let's talk about the fact that ice cube breaks the fourth wall when he drops an ice cube (laughs) and they hang on it for a very long period of time i like really funny and he then breaks the fourth wall again at the end when uh you know he gets like a date with the neighborhood girl that he like kind of has a crush on yeah he like just kind of winks at the camera it's like all right ice cube but there's nothing funnier (laughs) than him dropping an ice cube and then him breaking the fourth wall and hanging on it for a really long time it's like (laughs) it's so funny yeah and chris tucker um are we good Mm -hmm. chris tucker poops in someone's lawn Oh yeah, that that part was a little kind of gross. That was to me. way too but much. But then uh, I love. I I think my character that I like besides Chris Tucker is Easel, <laughs> uh, like the guy's hanging out at the convenience store. Uh-huh. It's like the local drug addict. Um, he says, you know, I'm not going to tell anybody that you're taking a shit or anything, and then mm-hmm. he immediately announces it to them. Oh, he's mm-hmm. a very much a wild card character. Yeah. Um, but I thought this movie was fun. I enjoyed it. It was my first time viewing it. Thought it was really fun. Loved all the little jokes in it. Thought he was super fun. It's definitely fun. And like yeah. it's an iconic movie. And I think I think people give you shit if you say you don't like Friday. And it's not that I don't like it. I just I don't know. Yeah. I, I thought there was more to it or I thought it was like a tighter storyline. Yeah. But it's literally not. It seems to me kind of like like it was a TV show and they're like, oh, we need to make a movie mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. this TV show. And that's kind of that. what it is. I could see that. Um, I, this is definitely a movie where I would watch it again, but I would like throw it on just like in the background, just like or like on a sick day when I don't want to fully like be into it. Um, cause I think this is one of those things. If you watch it again, you'll notice little things. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I could see that. Um, yeah, it was all right. It was cool. I didn't love it. Didn't hate yeah. it. Chris Tucker's great in yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, it's like the epitome of what he is. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, cool. Um, so if we go around and rate Friday. Friday. Um, I'll say this: I prefer Saturdays. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> or even Sunday. Sundays are great too. I'll. I'm gonna steal the uh, the tagline for the movie for my review. A lot can happen between Thursday and Saturday. Mm-hmm. Truth. Although not much happens <laughs> in this movie. <laughs> but that's <Whoa>. my review. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say enjoyable. Okay. Mm. Cool. Okay. 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 I'm that's my Chris Tucker. All right. Bye, Felicia. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, cool. Well, we are in between movies. How are you guys doing? Good good how are you i'm great i'm great but like oh okay so we're good you're great (laughs) okay cool one up but you know i kind of i'm itching to learn a little bit more about chris tucker because we need to know where'd you go bro and we also need to know what's your height what's your weight what's your height what's your weight with your whole 
your height, what's your weight, will they get it wrong, or will they get it right, or maybe you were like, what's your height, what's your weight, well, we'll figure it out, I guess, um, so this week we're doing the works, so Bailey said C-T, um, six feet tall, 185 pounds, size 12 shoe, hot Atlanta, Georgia, Capricorn, 52 years young. Jordan said CT baby, um, six feet, 155 pounds, 10 and a half size shoe. Um, he's a Capricorn at 47 years old, Miami, Florida. So you both think he's a Capricorn? Both think he's yeah, 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 like oh good. Oh my god, yeah, it's like spot on Capricorn. Capricorn. He's so so he's six one. Ooh. Um, and he's one hundred eighty three pounds. So mm. Bailey, you were close on that. He has gained some weight in his later years. <laughs> mm. Yeah, those three pounds. Yeah. <laughs> um, he is a size twelve shoe. Bailey, you also got mm-hmm. that. Um, he was born August thirty first, nineteen seventy two, making him forty eight years old. So Jordan, you were oh, closer you for that. And he's a Virgo. Hmm. He must be a cusp. He might be. Virgo, but Capricorn rising. Yeah. His his Venus is in Capricorn. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um yeah, for sure. and he's from Atlanta, Georgia. Hot Atlanta. You got it. So Alright, let's get down to the yeah, nitty gritty. So his first movie was House Party Three in nineteen ninety four. Mm-hmm. Um he's one of six kids. And he knew that being funny got him a lot of attention being in a big family. So he would utilize humor a lot at home and in the classroom to draw attention to himself. Well, I can't imagine him in a classroom. It was so fun. (laughs) Not for the teacher. Yeah. Yeah. But for everyone else. And then um, he moved to L.A. right after high school to pursue his career in comedy and acting at 19. Mm -hmm. Um, Do you want to guess his influences? Uh, Eddie Murphy. Yeah, Richard Pryor. Those are both of them. Yeah. Um, so for Rush Hour, Rush Hour 1 did so well, the first Rush Hour, that mm-hmm. he was able to get $20 million for Rush Hour 2. And then... Yeah, well, he might have just gotten paid and just said, see you later. Because then for Rush Hour 3, he got paid $25 million. Oh So I think he, between being... There's no answer that I've seen that was definitive on why he like yeah. popped out. But I think it has to do with the fact that he became like the born again Christian. Mm-hmm. He, you know, had a child, got married, and then. Um, yeah, and he had a cool like 45, 50 million. million. <laughs> like, exactly. And then he got divorced, which I think. And then he started going back into the Hollywood scene where he started with doing stand up and then got back into movies. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like I said about he didn't reprise his role. And then he was a really, <coughs> like, really big into Michael Jackson. And I saw they were friends. Yeah, they were friends, yeah. Um, he was in his music video, You Rock My World. He was also in Tupac's video, California Love. Um, yeah, he's still, like as you said, really good friends with Jackie Chan. He was really close to Michael Jackson and was really influenced by him and did like a lot of work with him. He does a little bit of a Michael Jackson shout-out in is it Friday. In Friday, he, like, does, he does the dance, dance. yeah. 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 Um, he's also friends with Bill Clinton. Oh yeah, I saw that. They like kept going to Africa a couple times together. They went to wait. They went to Africa a couple times together. Yes, but they flew in the plane 
the Lolita Express, which is Jeffrey Epstein's plane. Oh, uh, fuck. Uh, that doesn't mean anything. <laughs> I mean, did they fly to one of his islands or did they just use it him for and transport? Bill, him was... and Bill Clinton, who is known to be friends with Jeffrey Epstein, flew in Jeffrey Epstein's plane to Africa multiple times. I don't know if it's just because Bill Clinton was able to use the plane. Yeah, and that's what, that's what I'm going to go with. Wow. Chris Tucker. Dude, he's a born again Christian. <laughs> yeah. That um, must have been before 97. <laughs> and in 2014, he settled a 2.5 million tax debt which his management claimed was due to poor accounting and business management. Hmm. I did see that. So I, I, that kind of questioned like, is he broke? Yeah. I was kind of thinking about too. That's also probably why he was like kind of coming back a little bit was probably the comp. He probably left due to his, what was going on in his personal life Mm -hmm. with, well, divorces are expensive, so yeah, like, yeah I was also thinking about that too. And who knows? I mean, who knows how well he ma- he was getting paid for sure in the yeah. early two thousands, but like, who knows? Did how he much? invest? Yeah, it? did he invest? Yeah, did he I think there's a lot of yeah. things where I think he probably stepped out to like raise his family and yeah. follow his beliefs, mm-hmm. and ran, probably ran out of some money and had to jump back in the game a little bit. I would say, man, I feel for him, but the whole Lolita Express thing really <laughs> soured me. It's real well, weird. here's the thing: he's friends with Bill Clinton and Jackie Chan, and Jackie Chan. So, you know, Jackie Chan was caught in the Panama Papers, right? Yeah, he was <laughs> caught in the Panama Papers. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that. It's means. like just tax evasion or something like that. Oh, but I mean, like they flew on some <coughs> dude's plane. I don't think it. I'm not gonna put too much stock into it, dude. I don't you know. Would, I don't know. Epstein's I can't. Anybody who uh, associated with Epstein in my book is not in my book. <laughs> All right. Fair it's enough. It's wild. It's wild. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, Chris Tucker, I don't know. He's a, he's <laughs> You're real, out on him now? <laughs> it's a real wild ride. Well, hold on. Let's learn about his love life. Okay. Cue the music. <laughs> I mean, I don't think it's that great. Like, I bet if you found out some other people that flew on that plane, you'd be surprised uh, and be like, sure. "Yeah, I don't support anyone." <laughs> flown on his plane. There's probably some people who are just like, "Yo, we got this plane, let's use it." Literally, and like Bill no Clinton. Was. I mean, Bill Clinton was probably like, "Yo, we can fly on this plane." Yeah. Sometimes they probably. Well, no, I know, but you're telling me that you you think people ride on a like a private plane and don't even ask who it is. They're just well, they like, might, yeah, like, but do you think everybody knew that, I, that dude was? I'm being a little like I don't think uh, I don't think everyone. You don't think Chris Tucker was involved in? Uh, Though Chris Tucker was also friends with Michael Jackson. <laughs> also had claims of pedophilia. Yeah, dude, his his record's not looking <laughs> too good. <laughs> But yeah, him in movies. <laughs> there might be a reason he disappeared. <laughs> <laughs> there might be a reason oh, he came no. out. All right, let's see his love life. <laughs> I don't know how to say any of these names. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, you can also share them with the group. <laughs> okay. I need I need pronunciation help with this name. Uh, Galila. <laughs> That sounds about right. Galila. Gali- you think it's a soft, soft hard G? G? I I go hard G every time. 
Wouldn't that be Julila? Yeah. No, soft G would be Julila. Hard G is G. Ooh, when, isn't it when you say the name of the letter, it makes it hard? Yeah, so no, it's no, no, Julila's no. hard. Soft would be G. Julila sounds... Really? <laughs> I think it's Julila. Yeah, I kind of think it's the other way. I think when you say a hard G, it's G. When it's a soft G, no, it's No, I think it's complete opposite. Oh, wow. Well, what does it My sound English like? has failed me. Hmm. That's okay, dude. And then um, after Galila, <laughs> I think it's Jalila. I think that makes he more dated sense. Uh, Nia Long. Oh, who I think Nia Long, he's she's been in movies yeah. with him. Let me look it up. I mean, I'm pretty sure she was in Friday. Yeah, I think yeah. she was too. I think it might be the hot girl from yeah right. Friday. Yeah, I think it is. Nice. Um, <clears throat> yeah, it is. Now, did they date or d- were they married? I don't have. Uh, she was also in Boys in the Hood. Yeah, I don't see that they were married, but maybe they were. I don't really like to put uh, titles on the relationships. Okay. <laughs> and then he dated uh, Asja Pryor. Asja Pryor, which Is I think she's also <laughs> in like a bunch of movies yeah. too. Yeah. Let me look it up. Asja Pryor related to Richard. That's what I was Possibly. thinking. Possibly. His he his idol his idol's daughter. <laughs> Uh, his father. Oh, S, uh, sorry. Keep going. I'm okay. gonna, I'm doing more from more research. Okay. Um, and then uh, Vanessa Mendoza. Oh, Vanessa. Mm. Only for a year. Yeah. And now I th- believe he's in a relationship with India Airy. Oh, India Airy. Yeah. Airy. She's like super famous uh, singer, I think. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I know she has, she a, has microphone a microphone in, in that hand. picture, but <laughs> okay. Yeah, I think yeah. she's like well known. They've been in a long term relationship since two thousand seven. Nice, I support that relationship. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's uh, that's Tucker. I think her father is Richard Pryor, but he had seven kids, and when you look it up, it just says seven kids, and it doesn't confirm what their names are okay fair enough interesting um yeah ndre she's won four grammys bro oh he has an interesting history who chris tucker yeah (laughs) are they currently together i believe so oh nice good for them (coughs) um cool soft g giant I told you. Yep. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When you when you do that with a letter, it's soft. Soft G words. Gem, giant, gym, age. Yep. Yo, Yo it's guys, weird you because should know not to dis- Yo. like disagree with me with Graham. Hard but G, here's the thing. gab, gob, gag, got. <laughs> gab. Dude, that those G sounds soft as hell. <laughs> yeah, they the hard do. G sounds yeah, soft. Yeah, we should petition to switch them. <laughs> yeah. So like you think Goo goo gaga. That's soft as hell. Sounds bitch. soft. Um, soft and as- and gelatin. Yeah, it's so soft. Doesn't sound soft. Gelatin sounds so soft. Gel gel gelatin gelatin gelatin, gelatin or gaga gaga. <laughs> well, I guess it depends on how you yeah. say it. She's right. When you're right, you're right. Yeah. Well, let's throw a poll up. <laughs> See what people Yo. think. I don't think we can do that. Yeah, no, we're definitely doing it. <laughs> All right. But you know what we are doing? We're moving on please, to the lower please. rated movie. And that is the 1997 
Masterpiece Money Talks. Bailey, take it. All right, Money Talks. You got your boy Chris Tucker. He's a hustler. (laughs) He's he's working at the car wash, you know. He's also a... uh, ticket scalper on the side i love that he's a ticket scalper. yeah it's funny um and we got our boy charlie sheen who's Ooh, a reporter well specifically kate's boy charlie sheen <laughs> um who is a news reporter who is not doing so well so um it starts off with him getting Chris Tucker arrested because arrested so he would have a news story yes to post yes. Because he was is, tired of being like the weatherman or something, right? Yeah, was that his? Was that Charlie Sheen's thing? Like, was he trying to be a news reporter, or he already was, and he just wanted more attention? It just, I don't know. The his boss was like, "Your stories suck, dude. You're fired." So that's as much as I. Oh, uh, yeah. gotcha. Know. So he went out and like kind of framed. Yeah. Well, sorry, yeah. Bailey, we interrupted you. Yeah, I was uh, just getting started. Um, so he gets Chris Tucker arrested, so he has something to put on camera, I guess. Um. And then this is where things really get crazy. Um, so Chris Tucker's being transported in like a bus with a bunch of prisoners, and he's chilling next to some dude, some French dude, I guess. And uh, the French dude's boys like blow up the bus and like uh, set up a nice prison break. And he's handcuffed to Chris Tucker, so he gets pulled along, and. They talk about some heist, and then Chris Tucker knows about it, and then... Honestly, I don't really feel like even going into the rest. <laughs> I, yeah. So, Chris Tucker calls Charlie <laughs> you know, Sheen's character. Tagging me in? Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll yeah. tag you in. Thank you. Uh-huh. Um, calls Charlie Sheen and was like, yo, I if you per help me, I'll help you with your story, pretty much. Yeah, they're scratching each other's and, backs. Yeah, and that's pretty much they're trying to protect chris tucker's character while trying to set up the french thieves yeah um yeah the storyline could fuck off yeah storyline's wild chris tucker talking i'm all in for same i'll <laughs> admit i this was a movie where i was not engaged too much mm-hmm. it i struggled to pay attention to it yeah um so the opening scene is Probably the one of the best is because he's just lip syncing in a car yeah. from, to Barry White. from job to job mm-hmm. to job. But like uh, he just does the um, scalping from mm-hmm. location to location to location. Mm-hmm. And that's what he says on the phone. Like I need I someone's like, you owe me two hundred dollars. And yeah, it might have been Big Worm. <laughs> it might have been yeah. Big Worm. This is just a follow up to Friday. And mm-hmm. it just but it sets up like how much he talks in this movie. Yeah. He, like every time he he's on screen, so much. he talks like 85 words a minute. It's uh-huh. crazy. I also it was like making me think this movie really made me think. Do you think he's do you think Chris Tucker's following a script oh, at no. all? No, there no. can't be. I think it's a loose script that he kind of just runs Run, with. Runs yeah. With. yeah. Because he's playing essentially the same character yeah. as Smokey. Yeah. That's what I was really hoping for some bloopers. Oh. But there wasn't. Oh, yeah. There this, probably, it might be some online. Yeah, this movie has blooper reel written all yeah. over it. Because I feel like he probably did a couple takes of some of these. Yeah. I also want to think him and Charlie Sheen probably hung out and had a great time uh, during the filming of this. Yeah. Not during the movie, but off Maybe hours. Maybe the off hours. Maybe 
born again Christian. I was going to say, because he became a born again Christian right after the filming of this. Maybe Charlie Sheen's what caused him to become a yeah. born again. Now, I, he started talking about winning, and then <laughs> Chris Tucker was out. <laughs> they both get on the Lolita Express. <laughs> Yo, I do kind of want to bring that back up again because the director of this movie brett ratner who also directed rush hour the rush hour series uh got me too'd really hard six women accused him of sexual harassment he's friends with chris tucker i don't know don't drag chris into all this hey i'm not has chris tucker ever been accused of anything tax fraud <laughs> tax evasion yeah okay but not anything with women women maybe or children. he's just really like like likes to what what are you gonna say i was gonna say just like believes the best in everyone so are you gonna come at uh heather locklear because she was in this movie too no but i <laughs> I apologize for this as well. I just looked up Chris Tucker's net worth and it's negative 11.5 million. Yo, <laughs> give the guy a roll. Yo, True. I think there might be doing a rush hour four. Yeah, there, it, there's a, uh, it's in, it's in, it's in talks. Yeah, it's, it's in, in work. Good. Good. Well, he, I, hopefully he they give him it. at least 12 million. So he <laughs> yeah. can get out can of we, the hole. Can we talk about one of my favorite parts of the movie when he, Charlie Sheen brings, <coughs> Chris Tucker to his rehearsal dinner and tells everyone that Chris Tu and Chris mm-hmm. Tucker tells everyone he's half Italian. Oh my god. <laughs> and and the then Italian that he uses is tutti, tutti fruity. That was Ugh. so he just like makes up all these words. It's so funny and everyone just believes him. Yeah. Like, oh great Italian, did you teach yourself? And he's like, Yeah. <laughs> he seems like he'd be good at improv. Uh, uh, yeah. I think, I think this movie was improv. <laughs> Well, we were just talking before we got on the podcast about people in improv who just play the same character over and over yeah. in every scene. <laughs> Might be Chris Tucker. <laughs> yeah. He also says something in that scene that's so funny because I forget what he says. Oh, he made that speech that mm-hmm. was just the Barry White song. Mm-hmm. And the father of the bride comes over and is like, oh, that was great. And Chris Tucker says, I tried to do what I can do when I can do it. <laughs> I was like, that's incredible. He does have some good lines. When he first meets Heather, Heather Locklear, um, who is at the height of her career in this movie, for, for sure. sure. Um, he bring, He says a word that I think this was like the time it was super hot. Uh-huh. He calls her fat. Yeah, oh, P-H-A-T. Yeah. I feel like 1997 was when fat was super hot, super It was in. a time when not only that was big, but also like it was the era where women were super skinny. Mm-hmm. So it was like the fact that Charlie Sheen was like, she's really self-conscious about her weight. Mm-hmm. turns out to be really thin. It and also he calls like her fat. Mm-hmm. 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 There's a misunderstanding yep. there for sure. Um, <clears throat> uh, there's a lot of things that like happen in this movie um like they go later you know um somehow chris tucker f- figures out that the car that all the diamonds are in that the french people had stowed away is going to be at this car expo don't mm. know how he put two and two together but then they he convinces the the father of the bride who he's just chilling with mm. <laughs> to go to this car expo and bid on this car yep and it is one of the craziest scenes mm. Because the guy's like, I want to bid on this car. He's like, no, wait for it, wait for it, wait for it. And then they finally get it. And they literally just have like a flip-off competition. Well, the auctioneers, 
definitely just any movement in the crowd she's thinking okay you're bidding on this um they're like flipping each other off and you know chris tucker yells every single one of his lines yes i don't think heard i don't think he's ever just spoken a line in a normal volume Want to give Silver Linings Playbook another listen. True. Yo, I might have. Uh, just listen, listen to it. <laughs> the audio, the volume of his voice. You can watch it blind. What <laughs> role does he play in that movie? I don't really remember he's that the, movie. Um, he's Bradley Cooper's friend who is also in the, the mental uh, gotcha. Is yeah. he yelling around at all like Chris Tucker? No, not really. I don't remember. He's pretty soft-spoken, honestly. Born again. He, Yeah, he... Got born again. When he was born again, he dropped the volume a yeah. bit. Um, and another question I have just about Chris Tucker. Okay, Because I didn't like Money Talks at all. Okay. I barely paid attention. I have nothing to add about it. But oh, Although Faison loves in it. Again. Yep. <laughs> um, but uh, Chris Tucker and Rush Hour. Because I don't really remember that movie either. Does uh-huh. he curse in that movie? Maybe a little bit. It's PG-13, so it's not. Uh, he doesn't drop the F word a lot. Oh, uh, okay. For sure. Because I was going to try to find a loophole in his born-again Christian, but if he doesn't no. curse in Dude, he's with Russia, Jackie Chan. That's true. What, you can't curse in front of Jackie Chan? <laughs> Chan. <laughs> no. And he's a notorious, like, he does, like, a lot of children's movies, right? Who? Jackie Chan, like, during this yeah, time, but he's doing, like, children's yeah, films. Yeah, so did Bob Saget. <laughs> <but like, laughs> <laughs> true. But, like, that doesn't mean Yo, you don't, you don't curse. curse. You don't curse in front of Jackie Chan. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, I want to go... I know you don't want to talk about this movie, but I need to talk about the end of this movie. Okay. Chris Tucker orchestrates all parties involved to go to this stadium. So, he convinces the French... Um, people who are looking for the diamonds mm-hmm. he convinces the people he owes the two hundred dollars to <laughs> to go to this are they stadium. the people with the bazooka no oh no those are his, those those boys. Are his boys okay okay those are he, his boys they played he, pity he played pity pat with in, uh, <laughs> he in played red rover <laughs> yeah he like <laughs> red <laughs> he, light green light yeah he's trying to like uh convince the guy that they were like best friends since they were child to children, like hook him just, up to like defend him and he just names all these like child childhood <laughs> games and yeah. the dude like tears up <laughs> yeah it's, that that seems actually one of my favorites in the whole it's movie. funny um and then charlie he convinces them to bring charlie sheen to this place and the guy who's in the stadium was in the beginning of the movie mm-hmm. who is one of the people that helps him scalp tickets so he had this whole thing orchestrated for all, all people, his people all his people to come into this giant stadium yep. in the middle of the night the coliseum uh, mm. I like and there's a shoot off oh in this like a crazy shoot off yeah yep. some of the shooting scenes in this movie were like vicious pretty like, violent when they when they uh break the prisoners out of the bus oh yeah. my God, they just like they... straight up point blank Yo. shoot these people <laughs> Yo, when the bus blows up and chris tucker's <laughs> scream oh, I, dude it made me laugh yeah that scream's great it made me laugh a lot and the only reason he's still alive is because he was handcuffed to the prisoner yeah. who was escaping yeah everyone like else was fl- killed on yeah. Yeah. yeah well and so in this stadium a lot of shit pops off where the friends come in, they have a bazooka, they blow shit up. And I love how the friend tells the other friend to hold his lollipop. Oh. And he proceeds to then suck on that lollipop, too. And they blow up, like, half the stadium. And then there's a chopper flown into the stadium. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a shame that they kind of rope in every single, like, every character that's in the movie in at the end of the stadium, except for Faison Love. Yeah. 
there's no love for him he just had a small cameo <laughs> Yo, it's no super small and it was a weird it one was it was like kind of homophobic yes and uh didn't fit <laughs> oh, at all yeah, it, was, it was strange no, i mean it kind of fit in like the whole prisoner prison yeah, thing. yeah yeah but he should have I, I thought that scene was kind of yeah. funny though. Like, I don't everyone know. came in except for him into the scene yeah. there's really like the cops playing the other cop and that it just yeah. there's so much going on Oh yeah, and it's your classic. Get, everyone meets up at the end, but like there's side plots and, and all kills of them. everybody. Yeah. But I love how he like hides the diamonds inside a statue inside the thing, and he tells them all that he was bullshitting after they all shot up each other, mm. <laughs> threw them down, threw the diamonds down the stairs, and then Charlie Sheen, he's like, oh shit, he's gonna get away, and Charlie Sheen's like, no, he's not, because he has all these pins to grenades. He had tied six six grenades to the bottom. Of a helicopter, so when it flew away, they would all. Hey, yeah, it was hey, smart. That's smart. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think you needed that many. And dude, that just straight up murdered this man. Yeah, they're not afraid to just murder people. Yeah, in this movie. it's no. crazy. And it doesn't fit the vibe at all. But there is a, a lot, lot of, of murder. And the next day is Charlie Sheen's <gasps> wedding. Yep. The very next day. And you know who his best man is? <laughs> yeah. Yep. Chris Tucker is Stucker. the best man. It doesn't make any, any sense because it's funny we're watching it and I'm going, oh my god, look, there's Chris Tucker's um, wife. I don't know the first his girlfriend or whatever. I'm like, look, she's at the wedding. That's so strange. And they cut to Chris Tucker just being the best man. Yeah, and within Yo, a day, I love that though. That's within, funny. Within a day, he's able to get the one of the diamonds made into an earring, one and of them a, made into, into a the ring. ring. But That's also, funny. like, if he had a best man, he got the bump real hard. Uh, yeah. Uh, he, he definitely got... had one at that point. <laughs> yeah, I was going <laughs> to say he had to have had one because it was literally the next day. He just got bumped. I guess that was his uh, bachelor party, too, the whole yeah. the whole lead up to it. It was wild. There were fireworks. I I know you guys seem like you enjoy this movie, but I... I, I didn't enjoy I it. I didn't it enjoy just, it. It was just like, what am I, what am I watching? Yeah. yeah. it's. I guess if you're just watching it just to see Chris Tucker act a fool... I mean, you get you I get that for sure. I think this is a movie if you want to be like, if you're one of those people that enjoys bad movies because they're insane, mm-hmm. this is one of those yeah, movies. Yeah, it's definitely insane. Because there's so much that goes on. A lot of sh- gun shooting, mm-hmm. a lot of noise. A lot of subplots <laughs> in the subplot and the subplot. A lot of noise with gunshots and Chris Tucker's voice. If you're into voice. noise and like gunshots, yeah. This is your movie. Yo, and there's something that I realize about myself. I don't love him in this, but I don't mind watching Charlie Sheen in a movie. Oh, shit. I might be a Charlie Sheen head. Yo. Yo. Charlie Sheen head. You do love Major League. I love winning, too. Yo. Hashtag winning. I don't know if I condone it. I might have to rewatch that interview. Yeah. (laughs) About his tiger blood. Yeah. (laughs) And then all the videos you make at his house with all those ladies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, you're going to come at Chris Tucker. Yeah. You're gonna- <laughs> hey, I'm not saying I support Charlie Sheen, uh, his outside. I, I, I like his art. <laughs> Fair. Um, cool. All right. So, so you're a big two and a half men fan. <laughs> yeah. His huge, art. <laughs> huge two and a half. Men um, underrated show. But anyways, if you had to rate this movie, what rating would you give it? Um, Loud loud i would say it needed more phase on love love and i would have been maybe a little more into it mm-hmm. hmm. i would say more chris tucker 
Ooh, I eat so much. You don't get enough. Like (laughs) it's an onslaught of Christopher. He was my favorite part of the movie. So he was just the whole movie, like every second. Okay, I um, I'm gonna call you out a little bit right now because I watched this movie with you, and I was admittedly not paying attention to it, kind of complaining about it. And you were in it the whole time. I was, and you yes. like when I when when I was saying like, yeah, okay, what's going on? I don't even. I'm not even paying attention. You're like, well, this is what's going on. <laughs> this character, this character, and you like explained it so well. That's I think. Cool. I, I think it. you when there's a lot like of plots going on, I have to know what's going on. Yeah, honestly, I, at the end, I tried to pay attention as much as I could, but I couldn't. There was like ten groups of people that rolled up, and I was yeah. like, yo. So, all right i'm just in there's something that ha- yeah, yeah there's yeah. something that happens to me when the plots get complicated where i'm like i need to master this movie yeah. i need to know what's going yeah, on yeah i'm the complete opposite when there's too many threads when there's too many cooks in the kitchen i i go to the living room i need to I solve it or my brain can't handle it i respect that thank yeah. you i respect it too I, it was just nice to someone's got to know what's going yeah, on that was also true. my other thought my, i was watching jordan not pay attention <laughs> yeah and i was thinking to myself oh shit i have to pay attention because i'm going to be the only one that potentially because i didn't watch it with you wow <laughs> hey, seriously i didn't watch hey, it with Bailey you. gave a great premise he gave a great premise yeah. but i'm saying i didn't watch it with you so i already knew that one third was not going to know the plot. And I don't take notes, so there's that. So. I take notes. I'm probably the only one that takes notes. Well, Jordan takes half notes. Yeah, mm-hmm. I bowed out pretty quickly. <laughs> so I was like... One of my notes is Charlie Sheen, news reporter. <laughs> like, I would have <laughs> forgotten that. <laughs> it's literally... <laughs> so... Write that down. Write yeah. that down. Well, I knew one third wasn't going to know the plot. So yeah. I said I you had to... You did a good job, though. Both of you, I... I'm I'm glad that you guys paid attention. Yeah, we did movie. a good job. Good job, Bailey. Give me. Yeah, pound it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we we reviewed both movies. We learned a little bit about Chris Tucker. How do we feel about him now that he's yeah. inducted into the Film Friends Hall of Fame? <laughs> Hall I, of Fame. I still need more. You know, I haven't had my fill in my life. Hmm. Oh. Okay. I need more CT. Now, when you say you need more, do you mean you need to explore his filmography a little more, or no, you need, I need more him in to the future? Do more again. Well, hey, maybe that film friends bump will uh, mm-hmm. bump yeah. him out of retirement. I would say I still very much enjoy watching him perform. Yeah, and I, I I'd say I, it's not that I dislike him performing. I just learned a lot about him today oh and his God. associations, and I just gotta separate the art from the artist sometimes that's true that's true but you know he didn't even do anything <laughs> what the hell's going on we don't there? know that yet he didn't so get he's accused guilty before it. he's guilty by association yeah yeah i don't know i hey he's a film friend now so i have to ride or die for him so yep. i guess i'll die for Yo, him. you also learned that um you don't curse in front of jackie chan oh yeah that's true <laughs> that might be the most important lesson yeah. i learned today so uh next time i'm around jc i'll uh try to keep it pc mm-hmm. you know? yeah we can confirm with joey but i'm pretty sure that's a rule yeah we'll have to hit up joey yeah. about that i you know i believe you though yeah. i don't think i've ever heard anyone curse in front of jackie you chan don't do so. it he'll, uh, kick, he'll kick your ass yeah. <laughs> yeah he will but uh cool uh any last thoughts guys no sir nope all righty well i don't have to tell you to rate and review us because I already came at you for that in the beginning of the episode. (laughs) So all I have to say is thank you for listening.
Yes, thank you. Oh, I'm sorry that we didn't do a Valentine's Day episode this year. So happy Valentine's Day, post. Oh, happy Valentine's yeah, we're Day. Anti Valentine's Day. Yeah, anti Hallmark. Yeah, anti. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's one not of the, a real holiday. It's literally one of the oldest holidays. <laughs> it's it dates also, back to Roman times before the decline. <laughs> it's also Kate's favorite yeah. holiday. It is. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what her significant other told me. Uh-huh. <laughs> Wait. What, what? Why do we need it? So it dates back to Roman times. <laughs> oh, it really here does. We go. You're opening up a can of worms. This might be for the Pliny episode. <laughs> yeah, Pliny for podcast. our Patreon <laughs> listeners. Um, it was also my grandmother's birthday. Well, that's like a personal thing. Like. Yeah. Yeah. So we would celebrate it heavy every year. So All right. Well, fair enough. But <laughs> but it anyway. wasn't for grandma. <laughs> her, uh, hey. her name was Nanny. We called her Nanny Blanche. Hey. Nanny Blanche. I know you're you're wishing everyone a happy Valentine's Day, but today's also a special holiday. I want to wish everyone a happy President's Day. Oh, yeah. Happy President's Day. Yeah. Happy yeah. President's Day. Not my president. Thank you for listening. (laughs) We'll see you guys next week. Bye. 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 Michael, Shannon.